in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hi, this is Nora, and this is Holly, and we are here again in Shenzhen. We are, and the rain is pouring. Cats and dogs. It's typhoon season. So it is. Yeah. Sounds scary, but to be honest, I kind of like it. I've never been in a, a mega one here, have you? No, no, no. There's, they always give the warnings, though, don't they? Like everyone gets really panicked. It's like when there's like a, a tornado or something. I've been to Florida when there was been there was like a big uh, hurricane. Actually, it was pretty it was pretty big, but there's just like this mass panic, and no one goes out, and the schools are cancelled, and there's red warnings everywhere on the TV and the radio and stuff. Yeah, well, having grown up in Wisconsin, we always were praying for the snow days from school, <laughs> yeah, right? Right. And here we don't have any snow, nowhere no. close to it. But、um, we do get typhoons. Sometimes we're we don't have to go to work because of the typhoon, and often it's just a little bit of wind, a little bit of rain. It's、so、pitiful, just, to be honest. It is. I make such a big deal of it. I mean, I'm sure that there are times when. It's dangerous. It's dangerous, yeah. yeah, and like I'm sure it does pick up debris and blow it around. But as long as you're inside, yeah, you're fine. You should be fine. Yeah. There was one year, I think one of the first years I was here, and we had a day off when I was still working、uh, as a teacher. We had a day off school, and that was pretty nasty. There was there were trees down, and、um, one of the teachers at the school said one of his windows had like been cracked or something. I don't know if、oh, something、wow. had hit the window, but. I mean, still nothing like major. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember one year walking to work the day after a typhoon and seeing all of the trees had toppled yeah, down, just、weird. like dominoes. I mean, because I guess the roots are not very deep, are they? Because they bring them in from elsewhere. Well, it to plant them in. Yeah, yeah a lot yeah, of those. Some of them, especially like the line the road, like on the pavement. Yeah. Although yeah. Shenzhen does have a lot of like, they do I think a pretty decent job of trying to build around the big trees. Oh yeah. Because there are a lot of streets that have, you know, those、the、trees have trees. been there yeah, for a、yeah. long time. So they do. I mean,、mm-hmm. and they're actually wreak havoc on the sidewalks and stuff、yeah. like that. Yeah, <laughs> all bumpy. Yeah, which I notice now more pushing the stroller around. But yeah, but. Yeah, but、uh, but you're right. A lot of them are just kind of like superficially planted, and so they were all knocked over. But again, if you're inside, which you wouldn't be just like wandering around outside in a typhoon,、no. so it's a good、uh, excuse to go to the pub. I think and sit,、yeah. sit in the pub all day. Can't go home. Too dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I have to have a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well,、um, I have a little shout out to.、Um, To Nancy in the Netherlands, she、uh, she sent me as she sent us an email at,、uh, for like, it was about written Chinese, and I responded to her and she was like, "Are you Holly like from the Two White Chicks in China?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're、um, the only people felt, that work and here." And I felt like I, I said to her like, "You've made me feel like get this like really warm feeling inside." It was so nice. So yeah, I just wanted to give her a bit of a shout out because we sent each other a couple of emails, you know, like backwards and forwards. Thanks, Nancy.、Uh, yeah, yes, thank you, Nancy. Okay, so、um, I was checking our Two Eye Chicks Facebook page, and we had a message from Cameron. Now, this is actually really well timed because Cameron's given us our question today, but he left us an article、um, on our Facebook page 
um, from thatsmags.com and this is about a guy whose message about his daughter having gone to the US and deciding not to return has gone viral um, mm. on social media. So um, this this man called uh, Jang Yong, he's 61 year old, man told the Guangzhou Daily on Tuesday that sending his daughter to study abroad in the US was the worst decision of his life. Aww. Yeah, he says his daughter Jang Li left a decade ago to pursue her degree um, and never came back. She married an American man and intends to stay in the US. Um, Jiang Yong, a retiree who once worked in a Shenzhen home appliance factory, says he sacrificed a lot to send his daughter overseas. Uh, he sold a family's 110 square meter house, eventually moved into a smaller apartment to save money. His daughter's tuition was over 300,000 RMB per year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so his, he said, I'm really proud of our, of our daughter, but I'm, I'm really afraid she left me. Uh, so his wife, uh, Ju Jing, said that before his their daughter left, she established some ground rules for the daughter. Um, when they parted ways at the airport in 2007, she said, don't get a foreign boyfriend, become a single mother, or get romantically involved with teachers. So, <laughs> some good advice there. Yeah. Uh, she said, she rarely speaks with Jiang Li these days. Phone calls that used to take place three times a week now happen sporadically. We haven't been in contact with her for two weeks, Jiang Yong added. Uh, he's tried to convince her to return, even threatening to cut off their relationship, though so far she's refused. The parents also insist they're not old-fashioned. Um, the topic's hashtag, uh, has over 19 million views on Weibo. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, with commenters debating over the parents' concerns. Uh, if you're talented enough, you should first pay back the money your parents spent on you before you pursue your own dreams. Making your parents responsible for, for paying for you to be happy is just selfish. Uh, did the parents even consult the daughter about how she wanted it to be paid for? What's the problem now that she has found her own happiness and doesn't want to come back? If the parents just wanted her money-earning machine to take care of them in their old age, then that's just too bloody disgusting. Uh, no mm. mother or father wants to stop their children from doing well. So these are obviously different comments from netizens uh, on Weibo. And there was an interesting statistic at the bottom of um, this article, and it said that it, it gives different years, but specifically it says that in 2015, over 50, uh, 500,000 sorry Chinese people went abroad, students went abroad to study, um, with around only, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, 100,000 not returning to China afterwards. So over 400,000 Chinese students, or after they've finished their studies, return to China, which is the way they like it. <laughs> cool. So yeah, I thought it was a, it's a really interesting uh, article, and I get we've spoken about this before, haven't we? About how, although it's it's becoming popular or fashionable or whatever to send your kids abroad to study, it's really uh, emphasised that you do return to China, whether it is to start a family and then eventually look after your parents or it's to bring the skills and the trade you've learned or you, yeah you've gained back to China to use it to benefit the country which is fair enough I suppose yeah you don't have a major brain drain on China mm -hmm. you know they want yep. that talent back brain drain is, is yeah it's a good word yeah but you can't really blame I mean if you compare their lives a lot of them they have 
experience very little when they're in China under the, you know, like in China, the families function as a very tight unit. So、mm-hmm. you can't hardly eat something unacceptable. Yeah, there's a lot of control. Without the family, yeah, you know, scolding you. Oh, this food is too. It's it's hot food. They say they have、yeah. the, like、um, in Chinese medicine they have hot foods and cold foods, and they're not related to the temperature. They're related to some composition of the food. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is that the family dictates a lot of、oh, yeah. your life, and so all of a sudden you realize you can do anything that you want, and you have this freedom, and、yeah. you're in this new place, exposed to new things. You can't. It's hard. It's really hard, and、yeah. I just think like if my mom's listening to this episode too, she's probably thinking the same thing. <laughs> you said you were going to China for one year, one year, yeah, and now it's been eight years, and so I can also relate to it on a personal level as well. Yeah, it's like you can't help but put wherever you go, especially if it's for if it's for university. So that's four years, right? Usually, yeah, and so you really start to put down roots after four years. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's not surprising. And、mm-hmm. at that time, a lot of people are going to meet, you know, boyfriends, girlfriends, settle down. Right. I would say that's quite normal. Yeah, they can't expect her to be just like this celibate nun, just studying. But、mm-hmm. that's what they want. I mean, that's how they treat him in high school. Like in high school, in、yeah. most high schools, dating is forbidden. So they literally, because the Gaokao, that final exam for high school students, is so crucial to their life success, basically.、Yeah. Um, or so they are. So this is the general opinion. It's so strict about like boyfriend girlfriend relationship. I guess they,、mm-hmm. that their parents expect them to be the same way at university. Yeah. It was like, how long are you gonna wait to let your life begin? I mean, outside of the classroom.、Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, it is. So, as I said,、uh, Cameron, who left us that、um, article,、uh, he he also left us this、uh, our question for today.、Uh, so I'm just gonna go ahead and read. Uh, so he says, "Great podcast. I really like your show. I was wondering if you guys could talk on a future broadcast rega- regarding movie theater experience and etiquette in China. I used to live in the USA.、Uh, I live in Macau now, and couldn't stand the first come first serve seating system, where you had to line up early if you wanted a good seat. A lot of other countries allow you to pick your seat in advance when you purchase a ticket. Also, in the USA, I can't s- stand the talking in theaters." A lot of the times, there are people that aren't there to necessarily see a film, but to ap- act obnoxious in public, ruining the experience for me. Sometimes they are on their phone or they're loud every two seconds. Is the experience better or worse in the mainland? Wow, this question really、It's、surprised so, me.、Uh, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, the fact that he thinks just right off the bat, the fact that he thinks that people in the U.S. talk and are obnoxious in the theaters. Yeah, I mean. Again, yeah. Also in the UK,、um, those things happen. But I also want to say etiquette. <laughs> what? <laughs> what etiquette? Like in China, I mean. Yeah, I、uh, feel like in China, because my opinion of when I compare going to see a movie in China versus going to see a movie back home, I get way more annoyed by the people here, like talking. At, they don't turn their phones off. They answer phone calls. You hear them receiving and sending messages.、Right. They take photos of themselves 
watching the, the movie. Movies, yeah. They oh, wearing the 3D glasses. <laughs> yep. During the movie, and then I've I've sat in a movie where like like the kid behind me was literally kicking the back of my chair the entire movie, right. and I kept looking back at him, yeah. looking at the parents. Did the you parents talk saw very me. loudly? That's what we would do at home. <laughs> In the sigh I'm sure I did at some point. So he was <laughs> like, how long can you be just like, my head was getting shake, shaken back and forth, but shook. Anyway, um, <laughs> whatever the proper past tense part of the <laughs> is. <laughs> Losing my English here. Uh, She's getting so angry, so passionate about this. I feel the same way, though. I wonder where he lit. I wonder if it's a regional thing or if... Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I think... Because I, I did, sorry, Cameron, I did sort of slightly Facebook stalk. And I'm <laughs> sure he was from the San Francisco area. Okay. Could well. be wrong about that. I'm sure that's what he said. I'm sure um, that's what it said. California. I'm really surprised about that. Yeah, me I, too. Yeah, if I find just that t- talking and answering phones and all of this, I find it's much more polite in the U.S. versus in yes, China. I agree. But you do get it from time to time. Oh, yeah. But I think here it's just like on overdrive, it's like... A hundred times worse. It just seems more socially acceptable to just, like, talk through the movie here. Yeah, there's no etiquette. Although, the, you do get the, um, they'll either, they'll either be sort of like an audio to say, okay, it's time to turn off your mobile phones and there's no smoking and there's no this and that. And, you know, they'll show it on the screen, but is anyone paying any attention to it? Doubt no. It. Um... Yeah, so I mean, obviously we've got our own experiences, but I did, I did a little bit of research and I found an article that's from uh, Shanghai two four seven dot net, which is um, it's ten things to expect from a Chinese cinema, which I, uh. I I'd agree with, I agreed with all of these things. Well. Although I, the tenth one was just a case of there's there are cinemas in China, <laughs> so it's kind of just nine really. Uh, this one is a big one for you, Nara. Uh, no salty popcorn. <gasps> yes. Oh, it is a big one for me because yeah. I consider myself a popcorn aficionado. You are certainly. Yes. I love popcorn, especially <laughs> movie theater popcorn, and I am not afraid of butter or any of those th- the stuff you put on there. I'm like the greasier, the better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like a person who would literally pour butter over a bag of microwave popcorn that already was supposed to be like mega butter. <laughs> So when I right. go to Chinese cinemas and I smell that popcorn, it smells yeah, so good. it does smell good. And then when you eat it, it's sweet. Yeah, it's just, they just tend to do caramel, don't they, I think. And it's not even like caramel no, like it's ours. Not, it's, it's like a very light, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure what it's meant to be. I think it's not so bad. It's the fact that I expect, I have such high expectations for the popcorn at a movie theater. <laughs> I get so disappointed. Like, actually, all the popcorn snacks that I've had here in China have been really disappointing. Because they do sell a lot of, like, little, um, even in the supermarket, they sell, like, little cardboard canisters of popcorn. Uh And sometimes I get sucked into it because it looks like it has cheese on it. And it says cheese, and it's orange, like cheese popcorn, which I also do like. I don't, I've never had cheese popcorn, I don't think. Oh. I'm missing out, obviously. nuts for popcorn. (laughs) Obviously, yeah. And um, they then I open it and I have this expectation and I start to drill and then I eat it and it's it's like this crappy cheese mixed with a sweet. It's always got oh, something really? sweet in it. Mm, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. That wouldn't impress me. Yeah, a lot of their cheesy snacks have like a sweet. It's like candied cheese. I don't know. It's candied a, cheese. <laughs> mm. 
So I agree with you, and I am so happy that that is point number one. And that's one. number one, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, at home, I'm trying to think back. I mean, obviously, it's been years and years since I went to the cinema at home. But I would say that Sweet Popcorn is probably also the, t- like, the sort of most popular popcorn in a cinema. Wow. Well. Oh. So you can, I'm, I think you can get salted or with butter, but it's less common, I would say. Okay. Um, so the second point is talking, obviously. Mm. Yeah, and as we've said, there's not, there isn't any etiquette. It's just people are quite happy to chit-chat through a movie, especially if it's um, an English movie with subtitles. So yeah. they don't really need to pay any attention to what's been said. They can just read it all. Um, and there's always some sort of like chat between people, you know, like they're talking about the actors or whatever. Goodness knows. Maybe they're talking about other things. And they're not necessarily just chatting with the people next to them either. No. They're like across a few people or even like across a row. It's like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Hey, that guy was in this movie. Or like, yeah, oh, right, right. Oh, so handsome. You know, they have all these comments to go. Yeah, they could easily wait till the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. They just see it as a very social experience. Yes. Whereas yeah. I feel like a we just kind of, we sit quietly in our box yeah, well, you go. You pay a lot of money to go to the cinema. It's not cheap. It's not a cheap experience. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you you that surely you there to like watch the movie and like experience the movie and you know how how can you do that if you sort of chatting, you know, like even if you're at home and you're watching a TV show, when Barrett and I watch a show and I have a question or something like. We'll just I'll just pause it and be like, right, what's going on here? You know, like you can't do it while you're watching the movie. I can't do that with Barrett anyway because you can't focus on talking to me and watching the show at the same time. <laughs> but that's another that's another thing entirely. Uh, uh, the next one is very much related to talking, but it's using phones, mm-hmm. and it's not just talking on the phone it's uh it's just using wechat and the glare from the mobile phone does my head in mm-hmm. like if you can see all these like little mobile phones like glittering around you yeah i can't focus on the movie yeah definitely what, what why do you need to i just put my phone on silent that's another thing if the phone goes off in the movie that's just i find it embarrassing yeah the phone even just vibrating you can hear it and you know it's in the bag yeah <laughs> i can't deal with it. <laughs> agreed uh, number four, the mo- the cinema is always at the top of a mall. That's quite true. I never thought about that. Yeah, that is true. Don't know why. I'm not sure. Maybe I don't know. It's a good spot. For yeah, it, I yeah, guess. guess it's not really a pro or a con, really, is it? I guess it's a central location that it's easy for people to meet, and then they also can go for dinner before and after. And also, the top floor of the mall, probably the shops on the top floor wouldn't do very well, so I'm sure the rent is cheaper. Yeah, maybe. And maybe they can pump the popcorn smell down into the mall and force people up to the theater. Right. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> I guess also a lot of places, the, the food carts are also on the top. Can be. Yeah. So maybe that's also connected. Mm. Whatever, anyway. <laughs> I haven't seen, like, food courts in China like we have in the U.S. Yeah, I guess what I mean by that is just a lot of restaurants mm-hmm. in the same area. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that. I've never seen, like, a food court style where it's, like, a bunch of restaurants and then you have a common area for seating. Yeah. Usually you just have separate restaurants. Yeah, that's it's a, quite a rarity in the U.K. as well. Mm. Uh, so number six is... Oh, no, sorry, number five is that the movies are always in 3D. Ah, oh, yeah. Which is quite... So many 3D movies. Yeah, and I, I have to be honest, I, I, I'm not a fan of 3D movies. 
if they're well, the if they're well not done, good, yeah. if they're well done, okay, great. But I find that, and this is not just in China. This is every, like this is all over the you know all over the world with with cinema. People just add three D just to sort of like just for the sake of it, and some movies just don't need three D. Mm-hmm. So that's my. That's my say. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, six, the cinema f- smells funny. I don't hmm. think I've experienced that. I mean, it just smells like the cinema to me. Yeah, I feel like they always smell a little bit like food and bodies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven is uh, censorship. Ah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen movies that have had parts of them removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came uh, I, I came across an article that was um, on the South China Morning Post, um, and this is uh, this is about some movies. Actually, it was a really interesting article, so I'm going to link to it. Um, this is episode eighty five, so you can go to writtenchinese.com slash episode eighty five, and the link will be there to this article. And so recently, I don't know if you're, I'm not sure if you're a comic book movie fan. I don't suspect you are. I'm not. So recently, there was a new um, Wolverine movie out called Logan, and so it was released um, all over the world, and it should be 140 minutes long, but uh, and it's also an 18 certificate 18. This movie is. Apparently, I haven't seen it yet, and I, I really want to watch it. But it's apparently one of the most violent of the, you know, violent comic book movies that have, it's been, you know, released, you know, recently. And these movies are sort of targeted towards kids, really. But this one is uber violent. Mm. And so China actually removed 17 minutes of the movie in order to uh, allow it to be seen by everyone. So in oh. the in the rest of the world, this is an eighteen certificate, but okay. it's it's a it's been I think is it R rated? We don't have the same certificates. Yeah, does R rated mean everyone can watch it? R rated is seventeen enough. Okay, so it should be it should be that in China, but it's not. It's basically they've they they say that everyone should be allowed to watch this movie, um, but it's still. I mean, I don't I don't know how they could possibly have done that because. The whole movie is just violence. Maybe the culture. Maybe people just have more. It's like the the movie theaters themselves don't dictate who can go and see what. They just expect the parents to keep a tighter control over <laughs> Which what the kids they see. They don't. They don't have a clue. That's a that's a big thing, a big issue for me with uh, not just going to the cinema, but movie watching in general. Like my uh, you know my friend allows her son to watch movies that I don't think of particularly appropriate but that's you know that's her choice it's not obviously not my right to comment but i just think it's a bit it's a bit bizarre Hmm. that you would let your child watch such violent movies uh there was a there's another some other examples such as uh, skyfall that i actually went to hong kong to watch um but they they removed some scenes where a chinese security guard was killed and there were some lines about prostitution in macau (laughs) so those were obviously taken out and um, so there was. I don't, did, did you have you seen the recent Ghostbusters movie? With it's all it's a female cast. No. Uh, Sony were going apparently going to release it, um, but then they changed their mind because the Chinese censors uh, disliked the promotion of superstition in the movie. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting, considering China is such a superstitious. I guess country. that. Maybe I guess that's that why. was the problem. That hmm. it was. 
It's about ghosts. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and another th- number eight is about product placement, which is a massive thing, where you'll see, uh, for example, uh, Iron Man three uh, had four minutes of additional um, content where somewhat there was someone drinking milk, <laughs> uh, ghoulie dwarf milk. I don't mm. know. I don't know what the milk is. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so wait, the Holly because Iron Man is made in Hollywood, right? Yeah. So, so they, they added, added it for specifically for the Chinese well, market. Well, I think China did it. But Hollywood how? didn't do it. They they they're allowed to. They can add additional content and remove it. But they but it, as part of the movie. <laughs> no, I think it just cuts. It just cuts to like somebody drinking yeah. milk. No, I mean it's obviously in the middle of the movie. Yeah, it's like an advert basically. I guess it can't. I guess I don't. I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's somehow related to the plot, but I don't think so. I think they just somehow just cut to the milk. Oh, Some man. sort of advertisement for milk. The I'm Chinese, sure if anyone's seen it, maybe they can let us know. The Chinese audience is definitely less sensitive to ad placement than the US. Okay, like, in the US, of course, it's also pretty obvious when they do some kind of ad placement, but at least it's like they try to be a little bit subtle about it. Like, if the guy's drinking Coke, like, half the label will be covered. You know, there's right. a little bit, and it'll be just like a quick scene or something like they do have product placement of course yeah but in china it's on steroids, steroids yeah, for like sure. you'll have i watched a tv show i supermodel and it was so funny the way that they they had uh some kind of partnership with a water company and oreos and right? oreos yeah and so anytime <laughs> the girls would be standing around drinking because they always gave them this bottle like particular brand of bottled water to drink while yeah. they were shooting on set so they were always standing around drinking their water but they would do this like zoom in in slow motion yes. and so the girls would be like drinking really the water obvious. and then like wiping their mouth off. it was so obvious and then it'd be like pan over to the label i was like Oh my yeah. gosh, can you at least be a little bit subtle about this? And when they were eating the Oreos too, and you can tell they staged a lot of the time when the girls were like, Oh, Ooh, have you tried yeah, this new flavor? It's so yeah. good, let's share one, you know. Like, yeah, they, they would sit twist. around in their pajamas and like, eat Oreos together. <laughs> yeah. like, and they an always Oreo on the party. kitchen table, there would be like, yes, several they would boxes of Oreos, around, and you're yeah. like, you know these supermodels aren't eating this crap. <laughs> but anyway, it was, it, they're definitely less... Um, Subtle when they add. It's to the point of being like impressive in a way. Like obviously, in the middle of a movie, I'd be pretty knocked. Yeah. About that, like yeah. if it was just a cut to some someone drinking milk or something. But in their TV shows too, they don't like in the US. I'm sure it's the same way in the UK. Like they form the TV shows around the commercial breaks. So one scene will end. And yeah. then there'll be a commercial break, yeah. and then it'll start up again and kind of give you like a rehash, like. A little bit of a a hint as to what had happened previously. Like it's a smooth transition mm-hmm. because they're they're made like that. They have regimented. They sure. know how the TV, like how those, um, the different channels work and how many minutes and blah 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 yeah. blah. But in China, they just like cut it in the middle. Like somebody will be in the middle of yeah, a sentence, it'll be just like cut yeah. to like a two and a half minute commercial. You're like, mm-hmm. what? What the heck? And I almost feel like. I don't know if I'm wrong about this, but I feel like I've watched some shows that have, yeah, cut for uh, advertisement, and then they've come back, and I feel like they someone just left the show playing in the background, and then it just starts again, as, and you feel like you've just missed three minutes of the show, mm. and you sort of, there's sort of like not, there's not a lot of continuity. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's weird. It was weird. Uh, so number nine on this list is people leaving early. People uh, leaving yeah. by the end, which is a big thing. And coming in late as well is also another issue. This leaving early thing is a Chinese thing on a lot of levels. Like if you've ever been on a flight that has a bunch of Chinese people on it, you know what this is about. <laughs> because these are the people who they always have to like repeat the announcement over and over. Whenever we fly in and out of China, the, the you can tell how annoyed the flight staff is yeah. with these Chinese people because they have to play the announcement maybe two or three times and people still do it saying, mm. stay in your seat yeah. until we've taxied and have stopped the plane right. and the light goes off. Stay in your yeah. seat. Yeah. Stay in your seat. And then as soon as the plane lands and yeah. it's still taxiing, they, everybody, you hear the, the phone, click, 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 yeah, click, And click. the phones are on. The right? phones are on. Everybody, click, click, click. People are starting to take their luggage down. They're stepping over you. Yeah. Like, they will literally they would, climb they would over fight you. you. They would fight you to get to the door before you. Mm-hmm. Just like, what? There's, and there's then no fire. To, to what? To stand in the aisle and make it more difficult for other people right, to, to get, get out. their luggage. Exactly. exactly. And you get off of the plane because they won't open the doors until they're, they finish taxiing anyway. So you, anyway, this is a whole, of course, this is, a, you can tell this is a soft spot for me because I fly a lot in and out of China and it's, it's like, it's so obnoxious and it drives me insane. Yeah. Um, and so we usually just try to be the last people off the plane. Cause, yeah. and it, I think, Unless you've got a connection, which is always a, pro- a hassle. Like, but even, even if you have a connection, if you push the way that they push, oh you're no, going to get off the plane like four and a half minutes before everybody else. So come on, it's like, Really, it's, yeah. it's so obnoxious. And this, um, I don't know if this is going to sound bad, but a lot of Chinese people have this like sheep mentality, like head. Like if you see one person do it, then you know, you oh, think, yeah. oh, okay, that that means I'm going to go as well. Um, so th- it's just en masse. Mm-hmm. You know? So I guess they move, the, they leave the theater just to like try to get to the restaurants before other people, before the crowd goes, or yeah. like try to get to their cars. Maybe, or, yeah. but it's that same thing, like. Oh, we can tell it's mo- like we can tell it's ending. Let's go. Let's go. Let's be yeah. the first people to go. Or maybe they're just not interested in the credits. Like back home, um, you know, a lot of people just hang around just to watch the credits and maybe see if there's some deleted scenes at the end or mm. something. Um, I don't think people really hang out too much to watch the credits in the states. But okay. I think so. Like, if you're really, if you're in, if you're into the movie, like if you're just going to see some like standard sort of comedy, probably not. But if you're if you're at the cinema to watch like maybe a you know, some serious film that you're really into, like, you, yeah, I you think might. you might. Sometimes I do, sometimes I do. Yeah, it depends on the mood, I mean. But I definitely don't, like, rush out as soon as the, no, you know, like the not. final that, scene. Yeah, that irritates Like, usually you take a moment, you look at the person you're sitting there, and you're like, oh, that was pretty yeah. good, you make and, some comments, blah, blah, blah. And they're all, like, trying to climb over you, you know, because obviously there are people going to be on, on either side of you, mm-hmm. probably. So, yeah, everyone's trying to get, get past you, and then you've got to get your bag if it's been on the floor, and, like, huddle all your things on your knee, and it's just... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Needless to say, our uh, cinema-going experiences are not very positive. No, I don't think I've ever been to the cinema and just been like, ah, this is pl- this is a pleasant time I'm having. Yeah, only in Hong Kong. Definitely yeah, not definitely. In China. In That's Kong. a big difference between the two. Yeah. Um, I so on my when I was searching for some articles, I came up with a. This is this is. Uh, this was released in uh, 2014, so it's a little bit old, and I have not come across this. Um, So this came from news.com.au, and this article said that some Chinese movie theaters were introducing something called Danmu, which which translates as bullet bullet curtains, or bullet screens. 
basically this is something that's already been done on street like streaming platforms here where um while the show is playing people are commenting like having a discussion about the tv show and the comments run across the screen oh no yeah so they alleged that this was being trialed in movie theaters in china and this originated in japan and I'm not really sure how to describe it, um, other than it's just like text running across the screen. So imagine trying to watch. I get distracted with uh, subtitles. Mm-hmm. Never mind it on the full screen. Uh, I just find the whole thought just the idea is totally bizarre. Um, but you you had to pay for it. Like you you could send messages, but it would cost you ten cents. Did you know idea. there's going to be some people just sending messages to, you know, like obnoxious messages that aren't mm-hmm. related to the movie? Yeah, of course. I knew a normal person would do it. Yeah. They would just send rude messages. Yeah. Of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I feel like one of those old people at kids these days, yeah. like, what is newfangled technology? Well, you know? I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so excessive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yes. If only uh, China had, like, a. I listened to a podcast called uh, Commode and Mayo's Film Review, and they have a code of conduct that's been compiled over many, many years. They used, they, they're a BBC radio show, but then it turned into a podcast. And um, it's been gone for years and years, and they have rules that you've got to follow, and they all make a lot of sense to me. Mm. Uh, there's no eating noisy food. Well, popcorn's noisy, though. You can eat it quietly. Yeah, you don't have to eat it super noisy, but you're going to hear the ruffling in the... Well, that's it. No rustling either. Mm -hmm. Uh, No slapping, no irresponsible parenting, no hobbies, no talking, no phones, no kicking of seats, no arriving late, no shoe removal. Shoe removal. Mm. No one wants to smell smelly smells, do they? I guess not. I like (laughs) taking my shoes off, though. Yeah, I like to do it, but I know it's wrong. (laughs) What's the no hobbies thing? Knitting, I think. Oh. Those, you know, doing things in the cinema that you shouldn't be doing, like, yeah, knitting. If you're knitting in the cinema, who's, who, who are you bothering, though? Well, clicking needles click, it would bother me. If I was sat next to a knitter, it would bother me. Mm. If they were sat on the other side of the cinema, I couldn't see them, it might, might be okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, those all sound pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to mention, okay, we, we kind of branted about how bad Chinese cinema is here. But I wanted to say one positive point, which is something that Cameron is mm-hmm. Cameron, yes, Cameron mentioned. So he said that he couldn't stand the first come, first serve seating mm-hmm. technique. Um, which I think uh, that's one thing I will say it's good in China, that you choose your seats like that's you it. do on a flight. Yeah. So you don't have any problems with crawling over people to get to your spot or mm-hmm. people sitting in your spot. Yeah. Um, although I'll say that because I'm from a, a small town and so our movie theaters are never full. Right. So I've never had the experience of having to, okay, I remember waiting in line once to see a movie and that was Titanic. <sighs> yep. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, but we'll, I don't we'll remember. We'll be having a talk after this. <laughs> <laughs> remember, I was in middle school and it was the first time we, I went to see a movie with a boy. It was a group of us. Yeah. We held hands. It was very romantic. 
Anyway, I didn't realize it was going to be three hours long. <laughs> did your hand get all sweaty? <laughs> I'm sure it did. Uh, so, shout out to Zach Pettit. <laughs> Doubt he's listening. But anyways, uh, so um, I, I would agree that this is very orderly in China, this whole yeah, like, like the ticketing. Yeah, actually, China handles really well um these kind of experiences mm-hmm. just because if they didn't it would be mad chaos so yeah. so they do a very nice job and so i would agree with that although like i'm saying when i'm back home there's like very few people in the theater anyway so i never really feel like that's a problem yeah getting a seat that's where i want to sit same, same where i'm from too yeah so they maybe would, in the big cities they would do it like for example if it was a big movie like mm. blockbuster like you know, with, uh, say, Lord of the Rings or something where people were waiting, there would definitely be some sort of, you have to select your seats, but otherwise, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no drive-in culture here. Do you have drive-in movies in the UK? If we do, they're, they're, they're a rarity, and mm-hmm. I've never been to one, but I would love to. Yeah. Like, I imagine it like Flintstone style. I'll add that to the list of things you must do when you're in Wisconsin. Okay. It's pretty good. Pretty, and they usually do double features, so that's really fun. But cool. definitely never seen anything like that here. Are there going to be uh, B science fiction movies? Oh. I'll be right there. Okay. That's what I'm imagining. I'm not sure what's going to be on. <laughs> You'll have to plan your flight around what's playing. <laughs> okay. Um, any other comments about the movie theater uh, culture? No. Uh, oh, but I do want to add that we... We did actually talk about some Chinese movies uh, back in episode 32. So ah. if you're interested in getting, you know, to know some Chinese movies, then check that out. Yeah, my favorite director from the mainland is Jia Zhangke, and he's um, he's got some really <laughs> interesting movies about China that mm-hmm. are... He's got his own kind of style. He's one of the few directors that I feel like has a particular style that's not like a mainstream style or like imitation of Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, cinematography and his his movies are they're they're a bit critical about China so I'm not exactly sure which ones are um, available here in China but they're really interesting so his name is J I A and then Z H A N G K E Jia Zhang Ke. So I don't know, it's, um, we can maybe put... I'll add, yeah, I'll add his name uh, Or we to... can link to maybe a film list of his or something. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like, we definitely mentioned him in episode 32, so... Oh, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll put it around, you can, you okay. can visit many pages that are in Chinese. He's, his movies are definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, have a Chinese word for us? Scenes. Of course. So the movie, the word of the day is um, movie theater. Cool. So which is Yuan. So Yuan means movie, which maybe we even had that on episode 32. I'm not sure, but Yuan. And then, which is like, it's cool. Sometimes studying Chinese, you have these aha moments. So it's literally like electric picture. Mm-hmm. So Dian is electricity. So it's like electric picture. And then Yuan is just like a, it's a word for a place that houses a lot of people. It, it's a very general word. So Jianying Yuan. Yeah, exactly as it says on the tin. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so I will put links to our dictionary for 
movie theater. Sweet. Yeah. Um, got anything else to add before no. we say goodbye? No, just thanks for, to Cameron to sending for sending us in this very interesting question yes. and topic. And we're waiting for you listeners out there to send us your ideas or questions mm-hmm. about China. Um, it's evolving very rapidly, so I feel like there's more and more interesting things to discuss. Things happen so fast they here. They do. They do. It's insane. So um, if you have any questions, send us a voicemail at writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. Indeed. And if you uh, fancy leaving us a review, oh, yes, we would please. greatly appreciate those because so. that will help other people find us. And it will give us a warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> Indeed it will. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye.